the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Arter SEO. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Icons of Real Estate podcast. With me today, I have Lars Enenberg. is the Real Estate Biz School founder, and he's committed to helping those that partner with them at eXp Realty to sell more homes without losing their lives and to build wealth and residual income, and most importantly, to live a life without regrets. So now, without further ado, so let's welcome to the show, Mr. Lars. What's up, man? I'm excited to uh, be on here. I know it took a while for us to, to get to this point, but is, this is going to be a great conversation. Yeah, those ones are the best. You know that you, you mantle up the excitement, mm-hmm. the expectation. Uh, maybe we should only record this next year. Maybe it will be a better episode. Yeah. And like, okay, let's just record it now. Okay, <laughs> Lars, thanks for coming as well. Uh, so let's start with your real estate journey. Tell our audience a bit more about yourself. Yeah, so I left a, a pretty cozy corporate job in 2007. March 5th, 2007 was my last day of uh, my corporate job. And um, I got into real estate, you know, through through investing in years prior. I moved to North Carolina in 2002, I guess it would be. So I had five years of investing experience and I finally just got my license and kind of took the plunge. Um, real quickly figured out lead gen. Uh, which forced me to get good at lead conversion, which forced me to get good at, at sales. And, you know, my first full year was 2008 and I sold 44 homes and, you know, it was all sorts of out of bounds. I was, you know, only married in 2006. We had our first child in 2007. So I really wasn't, you know, able to show up in the areas of life that mattered more to me than real estate. But here I was giving all my focus to real estate. So, um, and sort of, you know, having the same, you know, mindset of just growth. You know, I'm just wired to grow, which is why I didn't really do well in corporate America. And so, you know, I wanted to sell more homes, but I didn't want to work more hours. So I just took the path of, you know, systems and um, having people run those systems. And, you know, we grew to 58, 118, 178. The year we did 248 sides was 2012. I sold one home that year. So I, I really had a mindset of like completely leveraging myself out of the production side and then 312 and then over 400 transactions in 2014 and then hundreds of homes ever since. I retired from that business in 2020, late 2020, uh, when I pivoted into EXP, uh, which is a whole nother, you know, animal, which is, which is mind blowing. And we can get into a little bit. Um, But then in 2013, my, my journey to, to, to growing, you know, growing is one thing. Scaling is a, another. Scaling is like where you can kind of grow without you putting in more effort. Um, and that journey was really hard. And I didn't find all the answers in one spot. Um, probably I forget the year I stopped counting, but probably like five or six years ago, I had like 750 grand invested in coaches and uh, of all kinds, business coaches, real estate coaches, and um and it was just a hard process. So I decided to launch real estate B school 
And if you're, if you're not in real estate, you know that B school is business school, you know, so it's business school for real estate agents and uh, focusing on the stuff that, that other guys aren't focusing on. You know, most coaching programs are, are very like front stage oriented. Like I can teach you how to sell 20 to 30 homes a year and you'll be the top 1% of the industry. You know, we want to teach you how to sell 30, 60, 120, 240 homes and work, you know, 20 to 30 hours a week. It's a totally different approach. So probably a long-winded answer to, to the question, but that's kind of a little bit of my background. Yeah, the answer is the answer. Don't worry, Lars. <laughs> but yeah, so you said you invested, so 750K. Uh, so if you say that five years ago, that's 2017. If you start in 2007, so that's on average 75K uh a year something like that no yeah yeah it was a ridiculous amount of money like i, I was in three or four coaching programs at, at a time um some of them you know were a 10x investment and some of them were a complete waste of time but you never quite know until you get into it um, but really just I, I was wanting to grow and and i was willing to fail faster than than most people and i still you know i'm in like four four different masterminds and coaching programs now so just different focus now yeah, but, but you had a feeling then that you could do uh, something better, right? That it was not even better. Just, there. Yeah, just different, you know, because mo most most programs, you know, focus on the the sort of shiny stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like lead gen or, um, but not like the systems and leverage side. So I mean, we we specifically set our members up, uh, and this is true for my EXP organization as well. You know, how can you sell more homes? We want to teach you how to sell more homes, but we also want you to do it with, you know, a, a more elegance and ease versus the blood and guts approach that is mostly real estate. Real estate is generally, if you're selling a lot of homes, there's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of, you know, evenings and weekends. And, and that, that just takes its toll on people. And, and that's the thing I wanted to help people avoid. Mm -hmm. All right, Lars. And yeah, before, before we go on, uh, speak about your nuggets and about the knowledge that uh, we want to show. Uh, we had Stacy Pearson a few weeks ago, and it's a known face here around uh, the icons as the real estate business school. So uh, can you tell us a little about what it's like to work with Stacy? Because I asked the same question about you and she spoke very highly of you. So, so no pressure, you know, she's going to hear. Yeah, this. She was the first person <laughs> she reached out to me. Um, she saw me, I was uh, in another coaching program. I had received kind of their highest award two years in a row. And uh, she reached out to me after one of their conferences and it was on a Friday and uh, I was launching real estate B-School on Monday. And so I, I literally told her, I said, reach out to me on Monday. She, you know, she asked me like, can, can you help me in, in my journey? Cause we had kids around the same age, um, like almost the same age and same, same grades. And we just connected on that level. And yeah, she was my first client ever, first person to give me money to coach her. And most of the systems weren't really even built out. You know, they, they were built out and running in my business, but not to be a full-blown, you know, coaching organization. So, you know, she quickly sort of, you know, tripled her business, got her out of production in six months. And then she came on a little bit in, in the process of doing that for herself. She kind of built systems around, you know how to implement the things that I had given her. So she gave some of her time back into real estate B-School as a coach and then ultimately to run the organization for a couple of years. And now, you know, she's got complete 
freedom with the EXP model, you know, so she's taken a step back from real estate B-School, but she's one of a kind. She's an amazing individual. Nice, nice. But yeah, it's good to see that the, the two stories converge. I just, I just wanted to double check that. <laughs> yeah, if she would say like, man, he is the hardest person to work with. What an a-hole, like. <laughs> and yeah, it's, uh, so uh, of course, uh, EXP Realty is one of the biggest examples that this industry will be forever changing and we always need to be on the alert on what is happening and like in an ever-changing industry is there anything that we can call as predictable growth uh ask the question again what do you mean so in this ever-changing industry is there anything that we can call uh predictable growth so is there is predictable growth just a myth or just something that we say out like uh, and then we have the growth that we predict or can be something uh, certain? Yeah, so I mean, I actually have one of, one of our lead magnets uh, in B-School. It's a training called Predictable Success. And um, so it kind of makes me think of that. And the, the reason why you know, I can tell someone that, you know, the, the path to success in real estate is predictable um, because it's, it's, there's been so many failures and tests and trials and errors ahead of you going down this path. It's not a question of if it works. It's a question of if you'll do the work. And, and oftentimes, you know, the, what, what I determined to be a predictable path to success in real estate it involves just implementing systems, slowing down enough to, to just look at like, where are you spending your time? Like, what are you doing? You know, that is a $20 an hour task, but you say you want to make $200 an hour, but half of your work week is spent doing $20 or less per hour tasks. Like it's really basic when it comes down to it. You know, you have someone who's not making enough money. They're working too many hours and they're, they're stressed to the point where it's having detrimental effect on other areas of their life. And so it's time and money, but so just look at where you're spending your time. I mean, just literally look at where you're spending your time. We make our, our members go through a 14 day time study. It is the most painful thing that you'll ever go through, but you will forever be changed as a result of it. You can't tell me that you want to make more money or spend more time with your family. If you're like spending two to three hours a day on social media or watching TV or running business errands or running personal errands. Like a real estate agent for hours a day, they're in their car, essentially running errands. They're like, oh man, busy, busy day. It's like I went to the attorney's office to pick up a check. Then I had to drop a, you know, a lockbox lock office at a property. Then I had to meet an inspector at a property. And then I had to you know, pick up my dry cleaning and then, you know, and it's like all that stuff that, that doesn't pay well, but, but, th but that's literally what the industry defines as being a real estate agent. And I don't know if it's because I come from a corporate background, but in, in corporate America, like there's like the chairman of the board and then there's like the CEO and then there's a bunch of managers and then there's a bunch of, you know, workers and, you know, there are people that book travel and clean out the garbage cans and there's nothing wrong with any of those positions. So no one person's better than the other, but there's just a division of labor and somehow that escapes real estate agents. So that's really been the approach is, you know, it's predictable because I can just look at where you're spending your time and like 
there's no way. Like if you tell me you like you actually, Tomas, if you tell me you want to make a million dollars a year and you're not making a million dollars a year, I would literally just watch you for two weeks and say, yeah, 90% of the crap you do is not million dollar a year work, right? You have to stop doing this. Like this work is million dollar. Like you doing this one to many, the podcast production, you know, that this, this is valuable work, but all the other crap that we do, like, and I've done all of it too, like edit the podcast, work on the thumbnails. Like I I'm literally doing some of that now again. I'm like, what am I doing? I have people that are better at this than I am, you know, and I'm in the CRM, I'm working on landing pages and I'm like, it's for that. That's high passion activity for me, but it's really low pay, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you just got to make that decision about like how many, how many hours you want to work and how much money do you want to make in a year and just do simple math. And then it's really easy after that. Yeah. And and don't worry. I don't do the thumbnails or the reels. I don't know how to do with that. I'm just, I'm just here to do, as you said, for the highlights and the, and the dollar making activities. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lars, you, you were once like that, right? So you you were once working 60, 50, 70 hours a week. Uh, Very bluntly, like how many hours a week do you work now? And have you found that, uh, that work and personal life uh, balance. Yeah. And it it really goes and flows too. When I think about it, you know um, my personality, I I have like a typical entrepreneurial personality type where I get really excited about something and I can push really hard and then I sort of lose interest in it. And so if I don't build a system and have somebody run the thing, run that little system, that, that thing will just stop happening. Um, you know, so when I look like when I first got into real estate, it was, you know, I say not Sundays, but rare Sundays would I work, but I would be working on transactions, but it was like six full days a week, you know, and then I figured out how to get leverage. I got a buyer agent. I got an administrator. I ended up getting listing partners and getting out of production, get down to one day a week. But then I started real estate B school and I got into one-on-one coaching. So like, how am I going to start a coaching company unless I coach people one-on-one? So I, I got up to 21 one-on-one coaching clients. They were paying me like 2,500 bucks a month or something. So the money was real good, no overhead whatsoever. So, I mean, I was literally like, it was like, it was 2,500. Yeah. It was like 60 grand a month I was making, but I was miserable. I didn't like it at all. Like, so I had to build a system. Okay. This is how we coach. This is the actual processes we use. These are the actual tools that we use. And then Stacy came on board and helped me with some of that. And she hired a couple of coaches and then we were able to scale without me doing any of it. And that business to one day a week. And then I start EXP and EXP doesn't build itself. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I'm right back in the trenches, you know, doing lead gen, reaching out to people and saying, Hey, listen, I know you know about it, but have you actually studied it? Um, at this point, I've made some firm commitments. You know, I don't start until 12 noon on Monday through Thursday. Um, I end at 5.30 on each of those days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday is my day where I I don't have anything scheduled except for a a two-hour massage, which is really good. Um, Saturday and Sunday are for the families. uh, Family uh, in my morning, I I do work about 90 to 120 minutes early in the morning on my most important project. So that's something that I've implemented that's that's new here. So, um, but only Tuesday and Wednesday do I take calls. Uh, Monday is content, Thursday is building, and Tuesday and Wednesday, it's like all day. I was like back-to-back Zoom calls. And so it's, uh, but I'm doing like 80% of like stuff that I really love doing, 
you know, so it's really not like, it's not hard work, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's good. And I, I think, so l- let me take it back to someone that might be listening or watching. It's, you might be in a complete crap show of a calendar right now. You might feel like you have no control of your calendar. You wake up in the morning, you're in your phone, there are deals blowing up. You don't know where the next deal is coming from. You've got a buyer that has a showing request that the only time they could do it is 7 p.m. tonight, but you made a commitment for family dinner. So you got to break that commitment. And it's just this never ending cycle of broken commitments and you have no control of anything and you're not making the money you want. You're working out of bounds. Your time sucks and you're stressed all the time. Um, You just got to start with like baby steps. You, You have to. So once I still do this exercise, once a quarter, I will kind of look back in my calendar. I'll just literally go in my Google calendar and I'll toggle back the weeks and I'll kind of see, I put everything in my calendar. I'll see where I took appointments before noon. Cause sometimes I'll do that. I'll literally go into my, and I'll, and I'll tell somebody, yeah, I could do it before noon. But then when I, when I'm in that appointment, I'm just like, man, I missed my workout this morning. Or I did, you know what I mean? Like you give up on the, another commitment to so I'll look back and then I will decide for the next 90 days, I'll, I'll do an exercise called the ideal week where I'll just decide what I want my calendar to be 90 days from now. So my encouragement for you is, and you could do it on Google calendar. You can create a new calendar on Google calendar where you could just like put, put in what you want your days to look like, block it, you know, 8.30 to 11.30 is new business development. You know, 11.30 to 12.30 is lead follow-up. 1230 to one Monday through Friday is lunch. One to three is appointment one. Three to five is appointment two, home by 530. One night a week, you do a late appointment or maybe a couple nights a week. Saturday by Saturday morning by appointment only. Your date nights are in there. Your workouts are in there. Um, and then just get to work on, on sticking to the commitments you're making around that calendar and negotiate it with your spouse. Be open with your spouse about it. I remember telling uh, Julie, my wife, you know, it was really sideways. Like, you know, I, I left a corporate job where I traveled a lot. So that's, that had, it had its own bit of like, you know, stress related to it. Um, but I got into real estate and it was like all the time I was working. And, and I, I kept telling her, like, I have a vision, you know, I almost felt like, you know, Martin Luther King, like I have a dream. <laughs> my dream was to like sell a lot of homes, but not, not work a lot of hours and my clients to be taken care of better by somebody else than even I could. Um, and I told her it's going to take a few years to do, and it, it did, it took about, you know, three, four years for me to build that business. And so just know that every 90 days in B school, we call it a three-year vision. So three years from now, this is how I envision my life to be my business, my life, my finances, all of it. Right. Then you break it down into one year plan. And then it's a quarter at a time. And I learned this from Dan Sullivan, a strategic coach where, you know, in a three-year period, you have 12 quarters. So you have 12 chances to, to, to commit to this ideal week and get a little bit closer to it in the next coming 90 days. And it involves delegating a lot of stuff and, and getting leverage and getting a runner, getting somebody to do your personal errands, You know, all those $20 an hour activities or less. So that's a long-winded answer to your question, but you know that, that, that's kind of a little bit the process uh, and the mindset uh, it's hard. What I don't like about what we do as an industry, we'll look at somebody like selling a thousand homes a year 
and we'll look at them on Facebook and they're doing this or that with their family or whatever. And we'll say, man, I want to sell a thousand homes a year. And this is what they're doing. You know, they're, they're farming a neighborhood with direct mail. So I should farm a neighborhood with direct mail. It's like, no, you, you're selling 30 homes a year. You, you, you can't act like that person. You need to just take little steps to get there. And so you could do anything in three years in real estate if you just break it down into that one-year plan in a quarter at a time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just want to add it on that these processes and systems that you're talking about, which is a simple a calendar and time management, you know, they're out there for everyone. It's not like you have to pay thousands of dollars to get Google. Google is free. Google Calendar is free and has like amazing features. Like I'm, I'm also a maniac for it. Uh, so it's out there for everyone to use. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and I'll say this is a little bit preachy, but I'll say it anyway. Um, mostly that I, I had to really look at where I was spending my time. When I was in those heavy build years, really in my real estate team and also real estate B-School, I got to a point where I was completely complacent. And I, I let some habits go that, that enabled me to be successful when I was like super hungry. Um, like one of them was TV. So there's something in everyone's life that if eliminated, you wouldn't lose anything and you would gain a lot. And so for, for me that I was slipping back into TV with all the stuff happening in the world and some of the YouTube rabbit holes that I would go in and like nine videos later, I'm like 90 minutes in on some crap that may never even happen, but it was happening to me. So every night I would stay up till you know, 10, 45, 11, 11, 15. And I would get up at 7, 15 or 7, 30, and then right into getting the kids together. I'm not meditating or praying or, um, so now I set an alarm on my phone for 9, 11. It's my, the day I went over to EXP. So 9, 11 PM, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So five days a week. Um, my goal is to sleep, be sleeping before 10 PM. And then I get up at 5, 15, from five, I'm sitting here at my desk from 5.30. Now with summer hours, it's a full two hours, that two hours a day, five days a week, 10 hours, nobody's awake and I'm working on one thing. I put the most important project and I get it done. Then the next most important, doing that little bit of morning time, 90 to 120 minutes has changed everything for me. And, and now I can actually go back to, to that hunger and getting stuff done again. It's, it's been awesome. Yeah, it's that uh, we, we've been here talking on the show a lot about that is the, the 5 a.m. 5 a.m. club and how it's important to in like three or four hours you're doing the, the work that people <laughs> and, and people have, have not even been uh, awake. So, yeah, it's totally important, even if you have distractions, not to call your family a distraction, but they are factors to, to, to have in concern, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and that's a good point. I mean, when you're, when you're constantly in a triggered state, like when you're, when you're, this was for me. So when, when my real estate is, I'm working too many hours. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm ultimately letting my family down, but then I'm making excuses. Like this is for you guys. Like I'm, I'm you know, um, mm -hmm. you will show up in the areas of life that you say matter to you but those areas will be sort of a nuisance to you. It's hard to say it that way. And not that it is like outright, you know, that my wife or my kids were a nuisance to me, but 
you tend to think like, man, the business is so important. Like I got to focus on the business and we give, that's why there's so many divorce, you know, people get divorces or they're just not, you know, really engaged in, in their spouse's life or their kids' lives because of real estate, because it is nonstop all the time. It's, and it never ends. It never ends because you're either looking for the next deal, you're working, you're on this sort of rabbit hole that, you know, it's a roller coaster. You're, you're, you pick up a client, so you're high in the roller coaster, and then you weren't lead generating or you have no system set up for lead gen, and then your business goes to crap, you know? So um, yeah, it's, it's a crazy cycle. Yeah, and now that you mentioned divorce, just in Portugal, it has the highest divorce uh, rate, I think, in the world. Uh, it's like 60 or 70%. So I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lars, when I first uh, was asking about predictable growth, yes, I did I did see your, your lead magnet. That's why I was asking about it. Uh, but yeah, you have a laid, laid, laid out plan for it uh, and like how to get to the next level what questions to ask yourself. My question to you is like, in what stage of growth uh, are you? Yeah, so, okay, so th that's our business growth navigator. Um, and, and that's worth people grabbing. Now, I don't have anything to sell anybody. If you go, but if you go to realestatebusinessgrowth.com, you'll just get the free report. And it goes through the six stages of, of business growth for um, a real estate uh, a growth-minded real estate agent. So uh, broken down zero to 100K, 100 to 500, 500 to a million, a million, a million and a half, million and a half, two, and then two to three, three million plus. It took me exactly six years to go from no license to stage six, where I, I was completely in the owner seat of the business working one day a week. I had no direct responsibility in the business. My goal when I started Real Estate B-School was to help others do it in three to four years. You know, so um, I, I'm completely out of the real estate team business at this point. I exited in November 2020, but for, you know, how many years from 2000, sort of 13, 14 until 2020, you know, and, and, and ongoing, you know, hundreds of homes per year, you know, two and a half to three million plus uh, of GCI where I was literally working four to six hours a week, you know, one day a week in that business. And so, um, and, and, and that's what I mean by there's a process. We didn't have that six stages when I started, like I actually pushed through and, and, and figured some of that out and then layered in the systems. Like if you want to go to a million dollar business and you're at a hundred thousand, these are the things you need to think about. And these are the systems you need to put in place. And this is the administrator that you need to hire or the showing agent you need to hire to get out of showing homes and working evenings and weekends. So, so in terms of that level, so I misunderstood your question, but in terms of that level of predictability, like I I've taken hundreds of people through it at this point, you know, so we've, we've mastered the different stages of growth, uh, what to expect. Like you said, even the questions you should be asking yourself, but the emotions you'll be feeling, you know, when you're making your mm -hmm. first administrative hire, you're probably freaking out because you've, you're this whole other person is relying on you to go out and sell, you know, so, so you can pay them and they can feed their family, you know, for 85% of real estate agents, they don't have an administrator. And I think it's because they just can't bear that, that, that weight and responsibility. So that's why in our world, it's that growth minded person that, that, that does really well because they're willing to push through that discomfort. You know, even if it's the first time that you've hired someone and, and I didn't have any business built 
building experience when I got into real estate, but I still pushed through those levels of discomfort. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you about because it did look very interesting. And for, for the audience, I'll, I'll make sure to put on the description the instructions to, to download your lead magnet because maybe they want to see it, what stage of growth uh, at, do they at? And, and yeah, there's a very important section that you have there is like how to get to the next level in, uh, in 10 words. You know, it's not like download our 50,000 page book on how to get to the next level. No, it's in 10 words how to get to the next level. So it's, I like how objective it is. And, uh, and sometimes people did need that in their lives. Yeah. Awesome. And, and Ian Lars, you, you have a podcast yourself, don't you? Like, uh, do you want to, do you want to tell our audience about it? Yeah, man, we're approaching like 500 episodes. I think I'm like seven or eight episodes away from 500 episodes. So it's, um, I can't even remember when I launched it. And it's probably <laughs> the most fun thing that I do. So the format is, uh, it's Real Estate Team Builders is the name of the of the podcast. And the format, a little bit like this. So typically on a Monday, I'll, I'll do an interview. And then on the Thursday, I'll kind of either talk about something on the interview that I wanted to go deeper on, or I'll just rant about something you know, random things. Sometimes it's just random. Um, I love the solo episodes uh, quite a bit because I can just say whatever I want, <laughs> you know, and I, uh, yeah. so it's kind of, it's kind of just interesting, but yeah, real estate team builders podcast.com where you can go to real estate B school and there's a link for it. Nice. Amazing. Lars. So tell me, where do you go from here? Uh, what are your goals, uh, even from 2022 or for the remaining years of your life? Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, I'm sure this has been said by other people. Um, so I'm not claiming to, to be the original on this, but in, in, in my journey, it was, you know, first it was about money, then it was about freedom and then it, it was about impact. So I'm, I'm actually in the impact stage of, of my journey where, you know, EXP as good as the money is. Um, and a lot of people have dismissed it. I just dismissed it for years. I just refused to study it. Um, it's really, it gives me a platform that I never really could have imagined. I mean, in, in real estate B school, we'll have, you know, hundred to 150, you know, let's call it a hundred on average paid coaching clients. In you know, less than two years, I have over 1300 people in my EXP organization, you know, so there's like 1300 people in some way I influenced them to, to come on board. And now I get to, to like actively you know, change their perspective or give them, they all get real estate B-School, you know, as part of uh, being in my organization. So um, at this point, you know, when I joined EXP, my goal was to have 12 builders that could each grow an organization of 500 people. So to grow an organization of 6,000 people, mm -hmm. uh, that's still, you know, my, my goal. That'll probably take, you know, with the shift here in the market, you know, maybe it'll take a a few more years, but, you know, in four or five, six years from now, I could have, you know, conceivably four or five, 6,000, you know, people in my direct organization that I'm directly influencing in some way, you know, the world is, I think the world is going crazy. I don't know how it is there, but in the U S it's going crazy. Maybe I'll move to Portugal. Um, <laughs> so it's going crazy. Uh, um, and I just think there's a, a lot of so, and real estate has its own level of, of chaos, you know, so if I can come into someone's world and, and give them perspective and, 
you know, I built my business in a really bad market. You know, the, the, the great recession, 2008, nine, 10, those years were really hard, you know, but I, I grew, uh, you know, up to 178 transactions in 2011. So that was the tail end of the great recession. And even 2010 was a, a tougher year. Um, but I can now guide people through what's coming. The next two, three, five years are going to be, you know, probably pretty, pretty crazy for uh, at least in the U.S. with some of the, you know, just kicking the can on some of the economic decisions we're making and the, the debt and the, all the crap. So, um, so I think that's where, what, what I see the most is, you know, building a bigger, a bigger uh, flock, so to speak, you know, yeah. that I can tend to and, and help in their, in their business, but it also has like big life implications. All right. And we'll, we'll make sure to check that in five years if those objectives were fulfilled or not. But, yeah. but yeah, so what, what's your number right now? So the audience knows how many agents do you have in your organization? It's like this morning, I, I think I checked, it was like 1311. So 13, I, I've, I've invited 42 people into eXp and it's, you know, it's turned out to be more than a factor of 30 to one. All so right. for every person I brought in, you know, over 30 people came in as a result of it, which is a pretty, pretty wild. I've never done anything that was a 30 to one return like that. Mm -hmm. So nice, Lars. Nice, Lars. I, I like your objectives and they look, uh, they look real. You know, sometimes people come in, come here and say, yeah, I want to have 10,000 agents uh, in, in 10 years or something like that, you know, and uh, sometimes I believe, sometimes I don't. That, let's just say that, yeah. Lars, and, uh, and this one, like it's for me, it's pretty clear that it's uh, very believable and, as you say, predictable. So uh, tell me, Lars, how can our audience reach you? Uh, if they want to get to know more about the real estate B school or even joining uh, your organization. Yeah, I would say, I mean, partnerwithlars.com is probably the most direct way to get into like into my personal world in terms of looking at what a partnership and EXP could look like. Um, but if you're just looking for like a resource, um, realestatebusinessgrowth.com gives you the, the, the navigator, the six stages Uh, but then I wrote a book, you know, too, that uh, really kind of lays out my entire journey and a bunch of case studies. Uh, you can get that at scaleordiebook.com. So that's All right. it. Clear awesome. enough. <laughs> Thanks, Lars. Thanks for coming. And I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. And uh, have a good day. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you. Bye.